<laughs> Alrighty, ready for you know, the next like, story? You know, like like Seth Rollins. <laughs> All right, now, th- this one will probably be more, uh, I think, interesting to see which which side do you guys uh, side with. In 2016. So this one's about pedophiles. No, no, no. Pro- this one's not bad. This is like, <laughs> this would be. I mean, I'm sure you guys have like. No, this one's just more of a technicality, <laughs> and I'm and I'm just curious called... which which side are you going to be on. This one's called oh. Fingers the Pokey Elf. <laughs> no, this one's uh, in 2016. We've got a guy named Bradley, and he played a match against Bob. Bob had a powerful card that I can't for the life of me pronounce. It's Borgmaringmos, I think is how you pronounce it. Boosh? Is that, is that, do you know that card? Mm, I know a dragon with a similar name, uh, but no. no, I don't think it's the same <laughs> card. Um, so, he had a card called Boar Enraged. It's a really powerful card. Now... Before your match, you can look at a list of cards that your opponent, uh, of his deck. And so Bradley knew about the card, and he happened to have a card in his deck that would be able to counter Boar Enraged. And it's called Piffing Needle, which the player (laughs) names a card, and so that card has its ability disabled. However... Pull my needle out of my deck... However, when Bradley played Piffing Needle and named the card, he said Borg Borg Marimos. And that was it. He left out the enrage part. Assuming he knew or assuming his opponent knew what he meant. Uh... However, his they looked at each other and Bob said okay. Uh the judges, however, left to discuss it and then they came back. And that's when Bob realized Bradley named the wrong card. There is a card in MTG called Bormaringbo. Uh, Bob then asked to speak with the oh, judges privately and clarified that Bradley technically said Bor and not Bor Enraged. He came back at first not sure what to do, but he gave in to this technicality and played Bor Enraged and used its powerful ability to win. Bradley tried to argue that was the card he meant, but the judges went with what he specifically said, and since what he said was indeed a card that exists in MTG, despite that card not being in Bob's deck. So, I mean, what do you guys think? <laughs> I feel bad, because this is what happens when you don't, an- you don't form your answer in the form of a question on Jeopardy. It's, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's embarrassing, but at the same time, like, you're playing a card game, and if both guys... I did, obviously, I don't play this game. But if both guys understand you mean the same thing, wouldn't it slide? You, you would think. And poor Bradley is like, well, that's the only boar in his deck. Obviously, that's what I meant. Yeah. Do I, I mean, really yeah. do I really have to say boar enraged when the only boar in his deck is boar enraged? So, but the... Well, then here's the question, then. It, do Magic the Gathering players understand that they have to say the whole thing or is it kind of unreal? Well, that that's what made this a controversial thing that it's like do we really have to say specifically what it is when we all knew what he would have meant in that situation but the judges are like well you technically only said this and it is indeed a card that exists 
So, but one he doesn't. But have. one he doesn't have in his deck. So, I guess if everybody agreed to it, Bob was like, "Well, technically, <laughs> he. Ga- I mean, he gave in to. Well, he said the wrong card, so I kind of get away with this." So, what what was the prize? Was it like a big dollar thing? Uh, I'm not sure if this was like a finals match, but some of these, like I was even looking at some of the verses, like prize pools, like people are getting ten grand. I'm sure. Magic, yeah, they... oh, Magic yeah. ten grand over a, over something mm-hmm. like that. Oh, I would be pissed. Yeah, so ten yeah. grand is there's, nothing there's, for Magic. Is there a thousand or yeah, ten thousand is on the line. And what year? Do you times. know what year this is? This was 2016. Okay, it's still. Oh, it's you still know, it's got to be 15, 20. What if, was, what if that was ninety three? And it was ten. But years, I, I will, I will say, like, I do feel like I will. I don't think, like, if the if he looked at the cards and knew what the card was, and like he didn't have the card in his deck, ah, that's so that's so tough. Especially since the other guy was like, sure, because <laughs> I've yeah. been in those positions before. Um, also, yeah. pissing needle is the is the card the reason why I stopped playing Magic the Gathering, which is funny. My brother and my best friend Dan used to I just always have those in the deck, and I was like, it's the stupidest card I've ever heard in my life. You can literally null every whatever <laughs> yeah. card, whatever abilities they your fa- have. Your favorite card? Yeah, jack shit in this game. Yeah, and you can have up to four in your what fifty card deck. So like 60. it's yeah sixty. So it's rather frequent. Um, but yeah, you know, like honestly, if it was just like if it wasn't a tournament for more than a certain amount of money, I would say that's bullshit. And the guy who said this is the card, like you don't have to say Dark Ritual number 42, uh, section 6, uh, holographic. You know, I, in my opinion, I think it's just ritual. Yeah, I want to do your Dark Ritual. Is there, are there yeah. cards that, that with that long a title, too? <laughs> no. I mean, they're, they're... <laughs> I don't think so. There are some. No, but some I mean, like, are there... Titles. I mean, what's the longest title that you can remember for a card you play i mean there's got to be some crazy long a, a few at least you know there used to, like they, they used to have uh they used to have like once you got into angels and stuff like that and once you got into other people like the one of the cards that i'm pulling up right now it's called like asmara nominical lassiker uh, there's like there's like there's like a bunch of different long ones, Say but that some of them are like battle, you know, <laughs> yeah. But some of them are like Geisha, the Blade of Gold Knight. So like nothing too crazy, but they have like titles to the, some of them have titles to their names. I, that's I, I really I go on this. I think they they know what the intent was, and I'm not a big fan of technicalities because um, if I'm <clears throat> if I'm the guy who's going to win on a technicality, I don't feel like I've won. You know, like I'll. I'll... Plus, you also, if you're going to use technicalities, you also have to be like, well, if I'm going to win on a technicality, I have to be prepared to lose on a technicality. Exactly, and I'm not prepared to lose on a technicality, so I wouldn't want to win on one either. So it's weird too because I feel like I already hate the guy for not telling him that he said the wrong name and knew that he was going to like do it. You know, like I'll be like, "Oh man, yeah, like you're true. you're a yeah, mean person true. for not like helping him out." But it's a turn. I don't know. It's like, <laughs> so what what happened? Um, well, Bradley lost the match because the pithing needle didn't work because he didn't say the right name, right? It, exactly, and yeah. so uh, Bob. So did the guy who got away with it? Did he win the whole tournament? Um, I think so. Oh, that sucks.
Alrighty, you re- you ready for the one with the riot? <laughs> yeah. Oh, sick. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. What racist ass card gets pulled here? <laughs> White elf dumps. <laughs> Call this story losing the finals to a Dairy Queen. <laughs> uh, in 1997, there was a tournament in L.A. We've got a man named David Mills <clears throat> climbed his way to the finals, and it was a best of five. He's thinking of John's Mills Lane. David Mills. <laughs> Let's get it on! Yeah. <laughs> it was a best of five, and he won, I think, the first two, and then his opponent won one. So he was one away from winning this finals, this tournament. But, unfortunately, during the game, the judge presiding over the match had Mills disqualified. And you're probably thinking, gosh, what did he do that was so bad? He got DQ'd because he kept playing a card before he tapped his land cards. In Magic, at this time, you had to first declare and move your mana cards sideways to declare, I'm casting this much mana, and then you play the card. He was doing the opposite, where he'd play the card, put it down, and then he would turn his mana. So he's cheating. It's not cheating, it's just the judges are like, nope, you're supposed to do this first. Once again, it's like a technicality. Does it give you an advantage doing that? No. The only thing I can think of is you could almost go, oh, whoops, I accidentally put the card down first and I didn't mean to. Maybe, but... So, I mean, so it's not like a balk, like in in, um, baseball? It's like you didn't take an extra step? You know what I mean? Is that So it's not illegal. Yeah, that's the weird thing, because... um, that's the thing. He was so used to that because when he played casually with friends, everyone, or at least most people, would do that. They'd play the card first and then they turn the mana. Okay, but so I'm, my, I'm trying to understand it. So it's it's not illegal to do what he was doing, right? Well, at the time, it's just more like at a bad the time it was. Oh, okay, so, if, uh, so well, if it's if it's against the rule, cheating. then yes. that's something else. Cheating. At the time, but after this uh, event. Wizards changed the rule to be like, okay, yeah, you can do either. Play the card, then tap your so mana, he was, or yeah. tap your mana. So it was one so, of those rules that was, it was technically cheating, but it was a rule that it was on its way out the door. Like, everyone was basically. like, oh, come on. So he well, was kind of exploiting it before it went away. Well, still, it's not... I don't know if that was why they created the rule is like, oh, there's two room of error that someone could be cheating or exploiting, but just that was the rules. Um, but granted, he was warned many times. And during the final match, the judge was like, if you do this one more time, I'm going to disqualify you. And it just happened at the worst time that, oh, this bad habit of putting the card down, then tapping mana. And the judge finally said, nope. You're disqualified. And then, worst of all, he didn't even get to keep his second place prize money, which was $16,000. Oh, they can't. Oh, Oh, damn. That sucks. (laughs) During the uh, award ceremony, people started storming the stage during the uh, trophy ceremony and grabbed the microphone and demanded justice for David Mills. <laughs> and this tell me there's video of a bunch of like really skinny pale nerds worrying uh, like a bunch unfortunately of Unfortunately I could not find any video. No. Wheezing as they're trying to climb a three foot stage. Hey, no. you guys listen up. 
Give him a cup of stuff. <laughs> Give him the money, guys. Give him this the money, guys. Is injustice. So many retainers on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> like four or five steps, and you just you hear the saliva. There's like coming out of everybody's side. In my mouth. head, it's like uh, that ECW moment where they're throwing all the chairs in the ring. But instead of chairs, it's retainers. <laughs> Bro, you know they can't throw a retainer that far. <laughs> But uh, even though nothing happened after, like, they didn't, like, give in to the riot's demands. And not that it was, I know when, like, people say riot, it's not like there was fires or fights or anything. Just, yeah, as you said, nerds just yelling. Well, well a nerd <laughs> That's riot. still a riot to me. Yeah. yeah. But later, Wizards, but because of this, Wizards did change the rule, as I said. And they did give David Mills his second place money later on so he did get good it. good i'm glad like, i'm glad he got his money yeah exactly it's like he didn't cheat it's just yeah it sucks he it had was a, a bad habit it was kind of a technicality another technicality yeah almost. so at least give him his money yeah he didn't get first place bummer Alrighty. i i do have a hot take and i think he sh- he should have lost based on being told that he can't do that so. um okay that's I, just as something crazy just because so, like i feel like if the judges know you and you've been warned before like mm-hmm. uh you know and that's something yeah. that you can practice like having an extra mana is like a huge deal um or just having like an extra card can really change up everything mm-hmm. so, and plus 16k Boosh, sit down sit down in the mud in the dirt jerry <laughs> All right, the mud, next one. The mud and the dirt is what I said. Uh, next one I call Crackdown. In 2014, in Richmond, Virginia, MTG hosts a tournament with over 4,000 people attending. One of those was a player, Sid Blair. He got eliminated in the first round. Another wrestling name. That is that is a total... Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck him. He was, he was so... the first European champion. <laughs> So he in the forties. <laughs> He's from Australia, right? Sid Sydney? Blair. If you told me Sid Blair was the AEW mid heavyweight champion, I would believe you right now. Uh, so yeah, he got eliminated in the first round, so he had all this free time, and he noticed there was a crack epidemic, if you know what I mean, going on. Meaning at the there was crack at the oh, epidemic yeah. at the tournament. Get out of here! Nerds do crack. No, their butt cracks are showing because they don't find the right uh, ah, pant size. If you know what I mean, <laughs> but their butt cracks are showing. <laughs> so he decided just, to set just up his camera. Their butt cracks are on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So he, so he thought it'd be. He thought it'd be funny to set up his camera and take a selfie and make sure there was at least a butt crack in the background of each of his selfies. Here. <laughs> yeah. And then he he shared this on Reddit and it got the front page the next day. And at first, oh, of course it did. Holy people shit. thought this was funny, but later websites like Time Magazine and BuzzFeed made articles about it and turned it into making fat yeah fat shaming making negative stereotype comments about mtg players with poor hygiene and all this stuff uh which got enough attention from the organization hosting that tournament and 
they ba- they banned Sid for 18 months from competing. But he could still attend. I, I thought he would have to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but... he'd have to go back to Australia and Skype into the next tournament. You know. <laughs> yeah, just a little bizarre at the end of yeah. You you, you can't compete, but you could still come. You could still be here. And yeah, take that pictures of salt crack. That's that... so. Con- yeah, that's like thank you so much for the press. <laughs> Continue yeah. doing that, but like we're not going to associate you with us. That's right. crazy. We got you in Time that's Magazine. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah i just thought that was that, like a crazy short story that was like what i think he's i think that like i think that post on reddit is like top 10 upvoted posts of all time <laughs> like I, yeah. it's like it's definitely up there like i randomly was looking like a couple years ago and i was like holy shit like this is great like cause i remember the pose and i do it all the time where he, like he puts his like knuckles in one hand and he like he almost like side like Rapper looks at it. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it looks like he's like uh, cool rapper posing pose. for like a rap album almost. Yeah, really. Plumber's it, Paradise. It was, it was well done. <laughs> <laughs> Been spending most of my life. So yeah, speaking of Bobby, when he was talking about uh, how valuable these cards can be, how about uh, if you happen to find a card, Bobby? Do you know this card? A Tomagorf? No. I don't. What does it do? It's like the most valuable card, I guess. Because this guy, uh, Pascal. Pedro Pascal? Um, No. Daddy? 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 (laughs) Not the actor. Dude, he said not the actor. He decided to take this card. He totally cut you off, Bort. He decided to take this card because he knew it'd be worth thousands of dollars on its own instead of winning the tournament. So yeah, like drafting, right? So he pulled it. Is that what yeah. happened? And then so he... oh. in 2015, we have Pascal who was at a draft tournament in Las Vegas when he opened a pack of cards and saw a creature card called Tomagore. This was like finding a shiny Charizard card, comparing it to Pokemon. I don't know if you want to look it up and see like how powerful it I'm is. I'm checking it out. Again, I, I don't know like what it does specifically. It makes it so good. But just like a normal card sells for $150 online. If you can find a shiny foil it version, it could be it, it could be 300 to 400. No, dude, it puts people's pants down. That's the thing. At tournaments though, um this one happened to be a shiny foil, but because it was at a tournament all the drafted tournament cards get a special stamp on it, which made this card like a one-of-a-kind uh, mm. shiny foil oh. version. Of... The, the reason for the stamp is to prevent cheaters from trying to sneak in cards, because if it doesn't have that stamp, then it's like, oh, well, so, that wasn't so part of the pack. So Homeboy just randomly pulled the golden ticket? Well, that's the thing. So... This uh, tournament was being streamed, and so so he had a card worth at least $1,000 because players get to keep the cards after they draft. However, people watching the stream saw another card um, in in that stack that he had that would have been a lot better to have, but Pascal chose the Tomagorf, so everybody knew money was on his mind when he saw that. Well, you got to keep your mind on your money and your money on your mind. I mean, that's just... 
Snoop and 101. It sold for yeah. about $2,000 on uh, auction. And he said he donated, I think, 75% of that to charity. That's only $2,000. Yeah. Why would you donate that to charity? Is it a green card? It's a green card, huh? It's a green card, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tomagor's oh, power is equal to the number of card types among cards in all graveyards, and its toughness is equal to that number plus one. So the bigger the graveyards, the stronger it gets, or something. Yeah, and you have a that's a two cost card, two cost card too, which is insane. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you keep it yeah. and play it? Like, why would you sell it? If it's well, Probably... like I said, it was just because he knew like this was a super valuable oh, okay. card that it's going to sell for thousands of dollars. But like I said, even everybody who was watching the stream, there was some other card amongst that pack that would have served him so much better in the tournament. Uh, so everyone knew if he picks the Tomagorf, it's because of money. Uh, if he was gotcha, playing to okay. win, he would have picked this other card. Okay. So, okay. Centering, <laughs> how are the edges? How are the corners? How are the surfaces? Uh, what's its rating? Um, so it's like... <laughs> Does it have a rating? That's uh, a 9.5. 9. Yeah, wow. it's, it's got a 9.5 on this one, and this is going for six but imagining just opening up and it having a special magic like was oh that's crazy Alrighty, you guys you guys ready for the actual cheaters in mtg that i found <laughs> yes yeah. i am so, the, right so, the, so these are the actual cheaters that we need to feel bad about not bad for but let's see so First one is Mark Justice, the guy I mentioned earlier. Oh. In 1997. Oh, these wrestling names. Mark. What would his, his finisher uh, be? That would be bigger? the Justice Brainbuster. Ooh. Oh, that's like good. It. That sounds like cool. You have him up in a suplex and you lift one of your fingers up to point to the sky. Yeah. And you drop him yep. down like the. Yeah. Like the, uh, the, the Ghostbusters 2 um, traversing Lady of Liberty. Yeah. Yeah. See, the, I was thinking Labor, li, the Lady of Liberty thing, or uh, Lady Justice, and I'm thinking like the uh, buff bo blockbuster neckbreaker, but calling it tipping the scales. Mm. <laughs> but so, so Mark Justice was his name? Okay. Yeah. Okay. In 1997, we have Mark Justice. <clears throat> this tournament was a, a draft of deck. Now, Mark was able to grab three muscle sliver creature cards, um, what makes them special is for each muscle sliv sliv ah, I can't say it sliver. It gives a plus one plus one to each other muscle sliver. So the more muscle slivers you have on the field, the more powerful each of them get. So he got three of them in this draft pick, but he really wanted a fourth one. So he wrote down declaring that he drew four of them. And during the downtime before the first round. He went over to a vendor and bought a fourth one. However, he almost got away with it. Unfortunately, he was unlucky because this fourth card was part of a different print run, which means it might look newer or older with slightly different colors. And so during a random deck check with the judge, he noticed this one card was different from the other three. Not like it was like red versus blue different, but like navy blue versus like sky blue kind of color. And so Mark claimed he replaced the fourth muscle sliver because it had a factory defect, and he threw it away in the trash can. 
Well, the judge asked, which of the four trash cans in the entire building did you throw it into? But Mark suddenly had an unexpected memory loss and couldn't remember which of the four he threw it into. It's criminal. So the judge gave him an ultimatum. Either you get DQ'd or just help us search these four trash cans. And if we find the defect muscle sliver, you can play. He chose the DQ. Holy shit, LAP didn't investigate OJ this hard. <laughs> he just chose, no, nah, I'm good, I, I, I'm out of the tournament. <laughs> and this was one of the, the top best players ever in MTG back in the 90s. To, to say you pulled four is an insane move. Like where it's like, you pulled four of like this one card? That's crazy. So essentially, obviously not, uh, me and Baker don't know it that well. Is it essentially like you've gotten, I don't know, four royal flushes in a row? Like the odds of it are so astronomical. Well, and that's what, because they asked the other people in the group, they're like, did you guys see four muscle slivers? And they're like, well, there was at least three of them, but some of them are like, I think there was a fourth one. Well, there was, it was a possibility, but nobody in his group remembered if there was four, but they did see at least three. So because there was so many as they kept passing them around, they're like, there could have well, been a four. But Bobby, how, how possible is it to pull three of them? Just as ridiculous? Uh, in my humble opinion, it's cr- like three is insane. Three is like, my God, like that's insane. Like w- that is, and that would be, so three would actually make you yeah, think. Yeah, and three so much would be cheating. like, whoa, like okay, let me let me do some, let me do some research. Like I've never, whenever I draft, I've never seen like two is incredibly rare, and that card sounds like an uncommon too, like just from hearing yeah. it. So like it's just and a one one creature. Only get, so yeah, he, this like dude just got steel nuts yeah. and was like, yeah, I pulled four of them. Like fuck with it. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I oh, have he... I have the exact amount I I need for my deck. Like Yeah, he knew what he needed to have a winnable uh... deck and thought he could get away with it. During a major tournament too. I actually give him props. That's, I mean, if you're going to swing, swing hard. Merrill, swing, swing but away. He got unlucky just because that that one card just looked slightly different. <laughs> Already. Yeah, let's that's see. that's crazy that he he thought he could get away with that. And that's that's insane. Uh... So, so when, if you cheat in Magic: The Gathering, it, does it like affect your ability to enter new tournaments? Yeah, or usually, anything? you just get an 18-month ban, as I'll explain in the other stories. But usually, it's like three strikes you're out. The first one you get 18 months. The second one you get three-year ban, and then the third one you're permanently banned from uh, tournament play. Permanent and then Mark ban, yeah. Justice. I'm I'm assuming somebody actually has been permanent banned. Oh yeah, there's there's one guy on this list. I'm sure there's many more, but I have one that got the permanent. It's Mark's band. Justice's brother, <laughs> Sid. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Well, what's crazy too is like a lot of these a lot of these guys who do these tournaments, like this Mark Justice guy, like a lot of these guys like try to make their living while playing the game. So like that ban and stuff like that, because I've like. I know some people are like, ah, yeah, like I could try to like just continue playing Magic cards. Like I know somebody that tries to do that with Yu-Gi-Oh, and he's like pretty darn close. But like having that two-year ban, like that's that's like, hey, like I can imagine, like in my head, I can just imagine 
Mark Justice being like, dang, I got banned for 18 months. Like, I got to pick up a job at like a quick job. Yeah, so you got to come up with. Yeah, McDonald's. And you, just you have to come there. up with two years salary. Yeah. 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 And then, you know, $10,000, you know, I and I don't know the framing of stuff like that. But if you're in regionals or if you're in big tournaments, I imagine you're getting it like, you know, at least $1,000 a month if, if you're playing all yeah. the time. Um, that could really hit your, you know, your old rent. Uh, we got in 2001, we have Saito, who was one turn away from losing a game. And he decided to try. And he decided to try and get his opponent DQ'd by randomly shuffling his deck, then placing his deck in the middle of the board, which means his opponent then cuts the deck in half and then places the bottom half on top to prevent any kind of sleight of hand shuffling cards to the top of the deck kind of thing. Um, however, his opponent was confused because nothing happened or no card was played to be like, oh yeah, shuffle your deck. But he decided to do it anyway, and as he was reaching over to cut the deck, Saito calls over a judge, hoping by some miracle he can convince this judge his opponent is manipulating his deck. And so after a quick invest... Tell me it's like wrestling where you push the ref. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. <laughs> like he, I mean, like that, that's that's a classic Eddie Guerrero spot where like <laughs> <laughs> he hits you with a chair and then throws it at him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would, yeah. Honestly, I, I'm no bullshit. As somebody who trained as an indie wrestler one time, I would have pushed every ref I could. I would be 0-40, but I would be a legend. Holy shit, that's amazing. Yeah, it didn't take that long for the judge to be like, um, yeah, that's not what happened. <laughs> yeah, and so Saito was banned for 18 months. However, his story doesn't end. Um, he served his his ban and returned to pro play and almost in, what was it, 2010, so like nine years later, um, he was about to be inducted into the Hall of Fame, the MTG Hall of Fame. Before about a month before he was banned again for stalling. Wait, how many people are in the Magic Hall of Fame who have been banned from Magic? Well, no, he didn't get into the Hall of Fame. He was on the he was a month away. He was a uh, one of the elected but, to be put into the Hall of Fame. He was about a month away at this point, right? Yeah, but you know he served his time. <laughs> And then, you know, he came back, he, nine years later, you know, he did well without being banned again. So he turned things around. Yeah, yeah. And, and Alden, ba basically Alden Smith is going to be in the NFL Hall of Fame next. That's a joke only for me and Mikey. That's a only <laughs> for you and me, man. Yeah, I know, yeah. Henry Ruggs III <laughs> just needs another chance. Well, it's like all had been forgiven. And it's like, okay, you're a month away from getting put back in or sorry getting put into the hall of fame but then he gets banned for stalling so uh what happened in this match is early on saito was losing and he decided to try and stall the game by like thinking for like a long time like five or ten minutes before he'd finally do something to try and stall out the clock and force a draw because in tournament, if you win your match, you get three points. If it's a draw, both of you get one point. But if you lose, you get zero points. And so it was. He thought it, 
it was better for him to just have the match end in a draw. But his opponent was getting frustrated because he could tell that he's just trying to stall out the clock. And and the ju- <laughs> basically, but yeah, th- even the judge could tell what he was doing. So he got DQ'd again and was given another ban. And with that second ban, I would fucking hope the judge could tell what he's doing. <laughs> when he when he slyly pulls away from the table and just kind of takes a nap. Yeah. And so Wizards rescinded his election to the Hall of Fame. But today, Saito actually owns his own MTG shop and hosts his own tournaments. Oh, fuck right. him. It's like, fine, I'm going to go open my own wrestling gym and train my own wrestlers. That's right, with yeah. blackjack and hookers. <laughs> Every girl must be a nine or above. I'm going to tag with Ken. Uh, but, but yeah, exactly. By the way, are there Magic the Gathering groupies? Like, do you guys get, you know, like really hot nerds? No. <laughs> I. I would say. Uh, I would actually say yes. I would. I would say yes on that. I. I, I like. I do play with a bunch of mirrors. No. Um. <laughs> like. Like. Yeah. Like. There's uh there was always like I don't know at least for me like whenever like there'd always be like that one guy who had a girlfriend when you were like like oh he's, he's got a girlfriend and she plays magic like that's so crazy <laughs> like there's always and it's, like be like a split star you know like, like one of those guys who are like like the hyping up and the people who have just been there like it's like oh he also has a girlfriend too like that's crazy <laughs> like this guy's so cool. yeah right like this guy just like we gotta ask him how we gotta ask him how yeah. And I hung out with a a girl that I, I I was interested back in the day, and she was she used to play magic, and we went once uh, once before, and like it was kind of like a date, not really, it was just like two friends, but I was like, well, maybe we could play magic at the house, but it didn't work. Um, but, maybe I can, uh, but yeah, maybe but I she, can introduce you to my troll, <laughs> my troll card. Yeah, but what what was crazy is like. But what was crazy is like I felt like like guys would lose on purpose to her because she did good in the she did good in like the draft tournament. But I was like, oh yeah, like she's like, oh yeah, like do I play this card? And they were like, yeah, like, whatever yeah. card you want. <laughs> like you're crazy. Like are you feeling? Are you feeling this between you? Oh my god, this is crazy. Yeah, it's like we finish was, each other's yeah sandwiches. That's what I was gonna say. Sandwiches. Oh. <laughs> but they're but like uh, as well as like which which is crazy like Dungeons and Dragons like getting incredibly popular and being popular for a long time but like a lot of girls play all the time yeah. like now really cool like girls are are playing and same with like I feel like Magic the Gathering too I feel like there's always like a couple girls I, I um, think Twitch and like the online and, presence had a lot to do with that you know like, let, I think yeah, that helped to open definitely. it up for, you know, like, just for a lot of other girls to be, like, to get into it. and Or that we're already into it, but they can, you know, form a better community. So it's not just just dudes, you know. For sure. And then, like, I feel, too, is, like, being a super nerd, like, back in the day, like, 
you find so much more of your people like you know and then like i think that i think i read something that was like um it was like a picture of a girl playing like a computer game yeah. and it was all like there's girls out there that like the things that you like but they're also just not uh trying anything and going outside <laughs> and pursuing anything because they're also <laughs> online playing yeah games. exactly like... <laughs> i'm sick of your lies <laughs> <laughs> at least that's what i told myself so. <laughs> so we got uh in 2007 we have oliver who is disqualified for looking at his opponent's sunglasses that were hanging from his shirt and reflected what was in his hand <laughs> <laughs> uh, i mean do you think that's justified it's like his opponent hell I mean, yeah made a bad mistake of wearing very reflective sunglasses his opponent knew what he was doing <laughs> or I wanted like to go easy on him like, yeah like i'm gonna put these sunglasses <laughs> on my shirt somebody's gonna get disqualified <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was the thing uh however the judge the judge noticed that oliver just kept staring at his opponent and so after oliver had won the match the judge called him over and asked if he was staring at his glasses. Um, in a post, Oliver had talked about it, and he said he thought if he told the truth, he would get disqualified and banned from playing tournaments. So he decided to tell half the truth and say he just glances at, or just glanced a few times at um, the glasses, but he couldn't read the cards. Don't even know what sunglasses are. Whenever I'm on a date with a girl who has a low-cut shirt, I only glanced a couple of times. <laughs> so he was first uh, disqualified for getting information in an illegal manner, is what it was um, called. However, when he went back the next day, he found out that the judges actually reversed his DQ um, because it was his opponent's fault. But because he didn't tell the whole truth to the judge, they still upheld his DQ. But they didn't ban him from tournament play. They just said, sorry, you're done here at this tournament because you weren't 100% truthful to the judges. We could tell you were staring at those glasses, you but at those tits. trying to hide it. We could tell. <laughs> so a bit unfortunate, but I don't know. You guys think it these was still justified? Are, these bands are like weird because they're all like, well, I don't know. <laughs> just go home for the day. You know, like, it's <laughs> just like, go, go get a free Sprite though before you leave. <laughs> it's on us, but get out of here. Ah, you know, it's like, ah, ah. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like, they either need to go harsher or not harsher at all, and not just weirdly in the middle for these things. Right? It's that whole, like, all of it's okay or none of it's okay. <laughs> I'm either allowed to wear sunglasses in the shape of tits, or you guys cancel the tournament. <laughs> but, I mean, if the guy had sunglasses on, I mean, like, ah, uh, I, I don't know. Like, you know, it's just like the guy was wearing sunglasses. Like, indoors. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, in, indoors. Yeah, and it's just like, he should, like, a judge should have been like, hey, dude, don't wear sunglasses. That could be a reflective thing. 
but like having someone come later yeah i don't know but also being like yeah i mean i saw or or going outside and realizing sunglasses are reflective (laughs) this is that touch grass kind of moment it's also hard as hell to read upside down and backwards yeah i i personally think yeah it should be more aggressive or not at all especially for that situation no gray area just just do it or don't do it there is no try and i'm and I'm sorry if I missed it, but like, did what did the guy like the guy just the guy who was had the sunglasses on? Did he had? I guess he lost, right? Because the other guy advanced. Yeah, he and... he lost. So mm. I'm pretty sure he was out. Yeah, I wonder what his take was on it. Like, oh, these glasses, <laughs> my bad. Um, yeah, weird. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully, he learned. Yeah. Like, nah. Maybe I shouldn't do this. Also, why not just a draw for that game? You know, like just call it a draw, and then yeah. just like actually, yeah, take that's off a good glasses, point. Like change for a different deck, or play something or like else. start over. Yeah, like, replay yeah. it, right? Start just over. replay the game. Yeah, just yeah. start over. Like just like just draw it and start over. Like whatever. Yeah. I'm kidding. That like yeah. that you should be a judge, my man. <laughs> no, I should I, pay you yeah. well. I I knew a guy. <laughs> but I, I knew a guy that like was like a, a girl that I knew her that I work with her boyfriend was a judge and he was making a living like I for, for judging games and like part of the reason like I stopped playing magic 2 was like dude like like I can't imagine how many rules like you have to look up because I mean but <laughs> yeah I mean maybe one day I'll quit my my day job and just become a magic judge. That'd actually be sick. I always like weird stuff like that. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they pay for travel, board, and then like because I mean how it works too for these tournaments is like you just have super long tables and a bunch of people sit there. And then like it's like um like when you're taking a test and then like the teachers are walking around. Like it's exactly that. So it's like, yeah, it's 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 a lot of stuff. It's crazy. So, on and this is an honest question. So, in comparison to like when you see like video game fight tournaments and stuff, and like it's a huge arena and stuff like that, is that the same with Magic? Does like does everybody you know within the you know thousands of audiences just kind of sit and watch one game? Um, it's more of there's just tons of tables and chairs, and everybody's. Once I, I'm not sure how they do it when they sort everybody. Yeah, like like when you whittle um, it down to like the last four games, does everybody like watch the final four or something? You know, a lot a lot of people go home. I mean, I would guess it must be a huge audience if you have, yeah. if you start with that many players. Yeah, like a a lot of people used to like I, I know like in the tournaments I would, would just go home, but like I like then always I'd be always interested and be like, well, what is this guy playing? Oh, Flyers. Okay, gotcha. He won? You know, kind of thing. Um, well, yeah, like, <laughs> it, it's the kind of thing where you're learning other people's strategies, Absolutely. especially yeah. these world champions. Yeah. Well, also, too, is, like, I think ESPN started, like, record, like um, Twitch streaming before Twitch streaming on, like, ESPN. Like, it, it would have Magic the Gathering tournaments every now and then. And so they would, like, do an over-the-top poker-style what-are-you-playing kind of thing. And, and I'm sure, like, people... That got more people interested in watching it too. That's as well. cool. Like... Alrighty, ready for the serial cheater is what I call it. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> 
this is uh this guy was caught cheating many many times like too many to count if i had to put it it's like he kept doing so many stuff that a newbie or at least you'd be confused that oh this is just typical what a newbie would do as a mistake but because he has like this huge list of incidences of him doing this stuff you start to think is he just very bad at the game or is he trying to cheat and get away with it so we've got alex bertoncini uh at first he was a good player without cheating allegedly around the 2010s and even got an award for player of the year however soon people started reporting on his moments of cheating or some people would actually defend him and just say oh they're just little mistakes like drawing eight cards on your opening hand instead of seven casting spells that didn't have enough or he didn't have enough mana for he needed four but he only would do three so it's so little things that you really really not paying close enough attention a lot of it can slide a majority of the time, right? Yeah. There was even a video of him where basically on turn three he had six land cards, but he shouldn't. He should only have five. And even, like, the camera guy, like, s stood up and was like, wait, what turn is it? Three? Th wait, six land on turn three? That doesn't sound right. <laughs> and... Even his opponent was just like, no, 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 he's good. He even tricked his opponent thinking, no, 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 he's, he's right, even though he's not. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is, this gonna is go that to kind of guy. Me, bro, right on. <laughs> uh, yeah, here, take the prize money. I don't even want let's it. See, there, there's even, in 2011, even though this is being recorded live, which you would think he'd be like, eh, maybe I shouldn't cheat because everyone's going to see who's watching. Um, you watch as he's got a creature called Kira. It gets destroyed, so he moves it to the graveyard. Um, he then, on his turn, he summons a second Kira to the field, and then his opponent, on his turn, destroys it. So you watch as he flips his Kira, and then just kind of motions it towards the graveyard, but then puts it right back into his hand. And then, on his turn, he then plays Kira... Or everyone thinks, oh, he had a third Kira? That That's weird. And even the commentators watching are like, wait, that's his third Kira? <laughs> um, even though it didn't matter in the end, he's, he still what, lost what the is match. Kira? What is a Kira? Uh, what, what does the card do for the Kira? Do we know? Uh, I, I forget. Oh, I, I'm assuming it gives you mana. Well, mana, right? Kira, let's see, Kira, great, Kira, great glass spinner, flying, creatures you control have, whenever this creature becomes the target of a spell or ability for the first time in a turn, counter that spell or ability. Oh, that's Just crazy. Automatically, boom, it doesn't affect my creature. That's crazy. Yeah, and so, it's flying. Alex really wanted that creature out there, but he's like, god damn it, he keeps fucking killing it so i'm just gonna whoop okay and and no one thought 
that he, or at least they assumed, like, oh, the second cure is on top of the deck, but the first one was still there, so everyone just assumed. But sometime later, he did get his first banned and was suspended for 18 months. Not for the Kira incident, but something else he was caught for wasn't specified. When he got unbanned... <laughs> no. When he got unbanned, he came back in 2013 only to get banned again in 2014 for multiple game rule violations. Um, this one was a three-year suspension, and you're probably thinking he must have learned his lesson by then and cleaned up his act when he returned. Nope. When he came back in 2019, he finally got the lifetime ban after, yet again, multiple game violations. Um, he even had someone, he said, uh, what was it? His friend had like said, I had never seen Alex make a mistake that didn't benefit him. <laughs> so what's his name? If, what's his name? Alex. Alex what? Bertoncini. B-U-R-T-O-N-C-H-I-N-I. Italian. Okay. Then this all makes complete <laughs> sense. I'm a sorry, I'm on my hands! I pulled it out. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, okay, now I get it. My apologies, I'm going pizza in the middle of this game. Well, How do you expect me to hold on to so many cars with so much sauce on my hands? <laughs> what, what? Yeah, I have to support my family like this. Uh, yeah, it's he's part of the Bird of Jelly crime family. You know, that's what they do. They make things go away, you know, if you get it built up, you know? Uh, this guy sounds terrible because it feels like he's just taking advantage of people. Yeah, that's pretty much what it sounded like. If he yeah, a... could get away with a little thing here and there, he would try and go for it. Yeah. He's definitely got, I'm telling you guys, mob roots. Mob roots, I'm telling you. This has got to be no. an East Coast thing. This has got to be Magic the Gathering <laughs> on the East Coast. <laughs> I, I can just feel it. I feel it in my Italian veins. Also, I'm so curious if that, like, since that guy got, well, that was the guy who got Player of the Year, right? Yeah. That's, 20... he must 10? have been making a living. Like, this is crazy. Like, oh, man. Yeah. That's, that's, at that's least, terrible. At, at least, allegedly, guys. at one point, he was a good player, or he, at first he was getting away with a lot of cheating. And nobody just noticed, uh, thought, like, oh, look at this rookie. Bad. You know, he's learning. Yeah. Just give him yeah. time. But oh no, he kept up, going for it. It's probably a little <laughs> of column A and column yeah. B, honestly. Because like I'm sure you have to have some kind of talent where you can't just cheat your way to those kind of tournaments. But once you understand it how you can cheat and get away with it, it's you probably can't stop. And that's the tough part too about like it's just like the game seems like how can I take advantage of this person? Like, you know, it's just like, oh, Lastly, we have Mike Long, one of the OG MTG pros who I mentioned from the MTV commercial, the other guy. Um, lately, like more recently right now, he's been getting investigated by the community regarding a lot of his old matches from the 90s. He's but been he's still going. cheating multiple times. He, he doesn't compete as much anymore. It's more of like, I guess because of technology now, people can kind of go back through and look at all the old recordings of his matches and there's a lot of times that are kind of suspicious and he never got banned which is the weird part but 
Um, normally, Wizards would issue out, as I said, like a year and a half. But Mike was the only one that just seemed to get a little slap on the wrist. His first cheat was, <laughs> this is kind of weird, he would squat on the chair. He wouldn't, you know, sit like most normal people. He would, like, stand and squat on the chair. <laughs> well, which, that, just, that just works your calves. You know, it works your thigh <laughs> muscle, you know. Which, you know, seems weird, but it was a way to, I guess for him, he's like, oh, I kind of get into my opponent, like, what is this guy doing? Or he was just very overconfident, because he was a really good player. But it turns out, he would hide an extra card in his uh, sock leg, and then when he would need it, he would just, like, he would just, like, carefully just pull it out, just little sleight of hand, where he'd just, like, move his deck around, but I guess the, the judges were just like, oh, that's fine. You would think, like, you know, hey, you gotta hold your you know, deck out, like, in front of you the entire time. You can't, like, put it behind you or around your leg, but... I was hoping yeah, you were going to say get... he would hide it in his sack. I was I was just like... <laughs> you, you were like, oh, he held it in his sock leg, and I was like... <laughs> I was like, oh, I had money on sack. Pull the card out <laughs> of his sack. <laughs> yeah, but he did get caught cheating for that, but you thought, like, oh, maybe he got banned for it? Nope, he just got a warning and just a match loss. Like, he was just declared, okay, you lose this match. But he was 11-0 and 0 at that point, so it didn't really matter for him. He was already on a good record. But he got to keep playing. What? Yeah. Double standard. <laughs> so so why why do you think they kept him around then? Like, was he a, like a well, popular kid uh, or what? Hang on a second. Let me keep going with the story. So another cheat he was caught for was uh, sleight of hand stuff like a creature that lets you search your deck for another copy of that card in your deck so what he would do is he would just make sure that he uh, I forget what the card is some kind of wolf howling wolf I think it is or howling cat uh, something like that so as he's shuffling his deck he would he would make sure the four copies were like spread out through his deck so he had a good chance that they would turn up, or at least one of them would turn up at the top, so when he would then summon it to the field, it'd be like, oh, search your deck for another copy of this. And so, when uh, the community were like, the judges just didn't notice what pattern he was doing when he was doing that shuffling. Like, he's, it's it's supposed to be called a, a deck stacking. Mm. And the judges just couldn't realize the pattern is what he was going for. And so just gave and so I guess instead what they would just say to him is they'd be like, Hey, cut that out for the they'd give him a warning for improper shuffling. They knew he was doing something. The way he was like shuffling was just different from others where you like quickly shuffle it, but he was like taking a little extra time to like move a certain card somewhere else. But they couldn't figure out why is he doing this? This seems weird. And they'd just be like, Yeah, cut it out. Um, lastly, Mike faced off against uh, the fellow who can't remember which trash can he throws away cards in, Mark Justice, <laughs> at a tournament. Oh my god, I love when cheaters face each That's other. That's truth and justice, man. Truth and justice. Now, <laughs> allegedly, Mike forgot. They're not quite sure what really happened, but allegedly Mike forgot to change his life total after taking some damage from Mark. Because what Mike would do is he would have um, 20-sided dice 
to record his life points mm. while Mark uh, had pen and paper. And so... So wait, are they allowed to record their own shit? Wouldn't somebody else do it? Well, who's you would think. Um, <laughs> so allegedly, Mike forgot to change his life total. That was the weird part after taking some damage from Mark. But Mike argues that Mark subtracted when he wasn't supposed to. So there was just kind of an argument going on saying like, oh no, he didn't, he didn't deal damage to me. See, I, I still have 20 health. It's what my dice says. Like, but Mark over here says you lost life points. So it was just kind of a weird situation. This is the these aren't my pants officer <laughs> argument. But you would think it was like, Judge, what are you doing? Shouldn't you be recording? But I guess judges didn't record. It was like an honor system at the time. Like, no, th these guys will make sure that they are doing the right thing. I love the naiveness of that. Like, here are my two biggest cheaters, and I'm pretty sure they're going to be honest yeah. with each other. Nice but... 1930s <laughs> Irish cops. You old lads wouldn't be doing anything funny fussy behind my back, would you? All right. <laughs> all right, you gobshites. You, uh, you, both, you run along, then. But, yeah, to this day, Mike has never officially been considered a cheater by Wizards, or was never officially banned. However, some people... He, he's never gone to the Hall of Fame, but some people think he deserves a spot in there, including the head designer of MTG, Mark Rosewater, who said in a tweet, and I quote, Mike Long exists in a large part because of actions I took to sell the game. That's on me. You all hate the devil I made because it made you watch coverage. End quote. Jesus so it's Christ. So he's basically, he's basically kind of saying like, Mike Mike is basically the villain here because of what I did through Wizards. So it's really suggesting Wizards kind of made him do these things. So people would be like, oh, there's a scandal going on. This guy, Mike, he did something very shady. Explicitly say what he did. He's just saying that he did do some actions that that did this to Mike to make him this look suspicious or controversial person, I guess, in the eyes of the community. It's a weird situation that sounds like, did Wizards kind of endorse a cheater? Also, like, yeah. And also, that tweet is so weird. Like, mm -hmm. that's just, like, tweeting that and being like, yeah, I'm pretty cool. Like, <laughs> like I, I, I don't know. And then saying that you endorse somebody to... yeah. Like I, oh, I had I, something I to do devil. with it. I, I made the devil. Like I, you know, I have the power. Like that's just such a magic gathering thing. But man, that's that is yeah. so freaking weird. Yeah, that's a weird power yeah. play. Huh? It's one of those like, yeah, I I'm gonna tell you guys that I'm cheating and I'm the one behind it. But what are you yeah. gonna do? <laughs> yeah. You're you're the reason you guys have been watching Magic the Gathering, or I'm the reason you guys have been watching it because I started like, this um... controversy. I'm getting like... Uh, it was me, Austin! It was me all along! <laughs> well, I was going to say, it's, I got Jack Nicholson in, uh, in good, uh, a few good men vibes, but no, I never fuck that shit. It's me, Austin! It was me all along! <laughs> and that's all I got. No worries. I, I just like always think like, with that tweet, it's like, so at one point, if this guy never got caught, 
And then the head designer's like, oh, yeah, he cheated at one point. <laughs> like, or like he, you know, did something wrong at one point. Like, that's like, I always think to myself, like, you know, like there's that saying, like, once a cheater, always a cheater. Like, oh, I yeah. think that is also for games too, you know, like once, like you cheated once or twice, like, yeah, you're probably going to continue cheating, especially if someone's like, I'm the designer. Don't worry about it. Like, yeah, stack your especially deck. yeah, someone coming from inside. Like, like, don't worry, I got your back, man. I mean, well, that tweet, yeah, that tweet, yeah, that tweet more said to me that uh, he said I I knew what he was doing, but I promoted him anyway because he was good for business. It's more, it's not a Vince, <laughs> it's not a Vince. It's more of a Triple H and the Authority vibe. I won't say anything until 20 years later. Yeah, I'm going to love you. I mean, I might do a tweet like 20 years later to be weird about it. Sorry, baby. It. Sorry, baby. That position is meant for someone else. <laughs> <laughs> well, good list, man. I like it. I like it. I didn't realize, obviously, Baker and I don't play card games at all. So, interesting to see the... Uh, one, I didn't know how involved these tournaments were to the point where people are going to risk cheating all the fucking time. <laughs> and then two, like, I didn't... Who knew that there was a Vince McMahon in Magic the Gathering? There's a Vince right. McMahon everywhere, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, I don't know if you... I, I have no research on this, Shadow, but I know the Wizards of the Coast was uh, involved in some kind of controversy recently, right? It might have been, oh yeah, for the for the Dungeons and Dragons, for the Dungeons and Dragons thing, yeah. So I might go on, yeah, please. How do I want to put it? They're trying to like capitalize on, I guess, I want to say copyright or at least try to get more royalty money. That if you try to, God, it's so complicated to explain. That if you create using their stuff, that they kind of still partially own it. If you then want to sell your own version, I guess, you then have yeah, to pay so them royalties. People are doing Twitch, right? Like, exactly. Like, people are doing Twitch, and Critical Role is, like, millions upon millions of people watch this show. I, like, I, I watch that, Critical Role is getting me into D&D, which is why I want to try it. From yeah. Critical Role. yeah, and, mm -hmm. yeah. and they it's do a good podcasts show. and stuff like that, and then they created an Amazon t uh, TV show, and like, I don't know the whole story because I don't want to say I lean towards one side, but like, I kind of get Wishes of the Coast, and like, I believe if you make over seven hundred thousand mm -hmm. dollars, which is incredibly, like, very possible that they made way more than that money why they're on Twitch and with all the things that they're doing, hands down, that you have to give them a percentage of how much you make in stream revenue if you make over a certain amount of money. Because Wizard of the oh, Coast created... So basically paying a VIG. They're saying, like, if you're going to use us for your popularity... Yeah, you like, cut. if you're re using these base rules, I believe, uh, I could be wrong, if you're using these base rules that we're doing and you are setting your um, campaign with, you know, races and characters that we have. You owe us money. I could be wrong, though. Wow, okay. So, 
No, no, no. I, I believe you. I, the only reason why I even brought it up was I remember hearing Wizards of the Coast um, recently, like like within the past month or two, and people were really pissed on Reddit. But I, having no idea, no context, I never really like looked into it. I was, but once we started talking, I'm like, fuck, I, re- I remember this. Yeah. So yeah. what's what is this? And this is an ongoing thing right now that's happening. Yeah, within the last couple months. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I want. So are they? Is, it hasn't gotten to like a court issue yet. Like nobody sued anybody yet, right? No. Or... What it was is someone within Wizards leaked this. It was a drafted document of like what they were thinking of doing. Oh. I I believe it was going to the their legal team to be like, is this something we could legally enforce? But somebody from Wizards I mean... leaked it onto the internet. And then that's when everyone heard about this, going like, "What are you guys thinking?" Yeah, that could be a okay, yeah. Now it's I a get bad it career move, you know. Yeah, now it just looks really bad that they're they're trying to capitalize on it and get more money. And yeah, I kind of feel the same with Bobby. That's like some of it makes sense that if you're making a ton of money off of their ideas and their D and D system. They're just saying, like, hey, can we get a little cut here and there from the the bigger people that are making tons of money off of it? But, but they do get a cut, right? Already, correct? I mean, no, from... no, they, oh, do they don't. They oh. don't. I mean, they they get the yeah the books, the adventures, exactly. Essentially, the miniatures that they make. That's about what they make off of it. Yeah, and then with Critical Role, they they make like. Um, Wizards of the Coast, Dungeons and Dragons have made like their campaigns into something that you can play too. So like if like they you have the basis of the story, but they create this story over like and they played for a while, and then they could take that story in which the areas in which they did and put it in a book and sell that story to other people to try to play those characters. Yeah, I think I watched Legal Eagle on YouTube who had talked about this um, and like asked the question, can a company own like a game rule system? Because like, why aren't there like um, if like uh, whoever made Monopoly, can other people create their own version of Monopoly? And I believe that there was a case about this, that someone created something similar to Monopoly, but had like a few different system changes to it. And Monopoly tried suing them because it's like, this is obviously a copy of mine, but they can't really do that. Other people can create different versions of that. And that's kind of what happens here with D&D is you can take their system of here's how combat works. Here's how, you know, what dice you need to use. And then people can take those systems, but as long as they're creating their own kind of universe and then they try to sell that and capitalize on that, they're fine. They just can't take all the ideas and artwork and all that from D&D and try to use it in their campaigns and capitalize from there. Um, I, 
I actually, it's funny that I actually remembered something that came out very recently too. Um, for Dungeons and Dragons, so they, I think they're cracking down on this, or were po- possibly thinking about cracking down. Is they like you can do this online Dungeons and Dragons thing where you can buy books and create your character online. And what I heard they were trying to do was if you make a character and you are enrolled in their system, then no matter what, they own that character to do whatever they want to do with. So, oh, say if you D&D go on Twitch, thing? Yeah, and you make $700,000, and they'll be like, well, this character can appeal somewhere else and maybe like get people to buy it to get money. So I did use it for a little bit when I played um D and D with uh friends. I was because I was like, oh this is nice. It makes everything much more organized. Uh, I never yes. thought that was a thing, but hmm. If you create it on their system of putting in your numbers here and putting in your charisma here and following your stats and making this character like that property belongs to Dungeons and Dragons if you do it on their D and D Beyond. Hmm. Um. Well, Gary Gygax, the guy who made it, who who made Dungeons and Dragons, um, in like the seventies, sixties, seventies, eighties, like he passed away a while back ago. So somebody else took it over, but he was the original creator of Dungeons and Dragons. Um, and I know he made it and like, I could be absolutely wrong on this, but I remember like when I first started playing it, it was like Dungeons and Dragons was free. All, like, like you can, like he just created stuff for his friends to play and then he made it into a business. But like, he would be like, oh, like have this, this is all you, like the idea was, this is what you have to play the game like and i want you to be use your imagination to play whatever you wanted to and that was it like he never cared like he he thought it was you know great of having any interest of of playing the game and and making your own and and that way is what i believe that gygax era was era was yeah very he was yeah he created the rules he created the system he created everything and yeah, my friends, my friends and I play this, and we're huge nerds, and we're not good at talking to girls, but it made us socially. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who took it over or anything like that, but. Yeah. The only thing I can find is because uh, Wizards now owns D and D Beyond, mm-hmm. and the only thing it says is, "Will Wizards own my homebrew content created on D and D Beyond?" Wizards has no intent of taking ownership over user content you put on D and D Beyond, and the terms of service will not grant us such rights. Hmm. Mm. So I don't know. Uh, so. Sounds like they don't, but I don't know how old this article is. And or they can't, you know? 
Like, so no yeah. matter if they, if they try, they can't. Because I yeah. did read something about it, but I don't have my... Well, maybe they were questioning it, it saying like, oh, it. does that mean they own it because you're creating it on their website or something? But no, uh, it doesn't sound like that's the case. Uh, okay, we just lost Mike. <laughs> 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 so Mike said, uh, you ended somehow. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> Mike's, Mike's got three kids, so that'll hold them against him. Yeah. Uh, I would like to get back into D&D. Um, so let's, let's, uh, let's, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. (laughs) Let's wrap it up. No, I mean like that, you know, let's wrap it up. But, um, so that was, that was really interesting that I learned a lot about magic. Actually, it's really, it's really fascinating. I can, I, I've got an idea, uh, for why it's, it's so popular. Um, Mm -hmm. any final thoughts on, all the crazy stories with magic. Dom? Well, I like to think cheaters never prosper based on the number of cheaters I kept uh, discovering through this research. And so many people just keep on trying. It seems like every year there's always someone else usually trying to do a better job with their sleight of hand, but it's like eventually mm-hmm. someone's going to catch you cheating. And especially... The higher you go and try and get to the pro tour, they've got cameras all over watching your every move, and there's a whole community yeah. on Twitch that watches your every move. So it's not just the one judge you got to worry about sitting next to you. You've got tons of people watching, so don't even think about trying to cheat. Just learn the meta, do the best you can. Yeah. For anyone who's getting into magic based on our conversation... This is, this is a <laughs> don't try this is a, a conversation that's like <laughs> just just get good at the game dudes yeah get good <laughs> get good bro and bobby do more you, drafts do yeah. i'd say do more drafts collecting yeah, is yeah. is hard um collecting is and making your decks and being particular on what you put in there and and like i think uh and what sounds weird i think that kind of makes cheaters like or or gives them that line to cross where like you're thought out and you want you know you have that prerequisite where you can bring in your your deck and play a game and but like every card you have to buy and you have to put in um i mean that's it's tough especially losing to a deck you built because you like it um not because you try to win but it got to a point where you know everybody's just trying to win at the game but i think drafts are really fun i think it was a great topic i think it's I knew nothing about this um, in terms of like the cheaters and stuff like that, and it was like so interesting to hear kind of the the intent. Something gets yeah, the intent, but also like when something gets so big, somehow there's never a lot of people that can like judge it or capitalize it, and certain rules go out the window for certain people and others, and like who has that final say in the judging system. So mm-hmm. it's like, that's kind of what I learned that was the most interesting to me. Like some was like, Ooh, see you later. Like, get out of here. You know, like the other was like, you're banned for 18 months. And so, and some of these seem very similar to the other transgressions as well. So great topic. Uh, cheaters never prosper. Absolutely. Thanks. 
And we uh, we lost uh, Mikey underscore a little early, you know. So uh, I'm gonna have to say goodbye for him. You know, he was in the dirt. He was in the dirt fighting <laughs> for your five hundred dollars. That's why we lost Mikey. He was in the dirt fighting for it. <laughs> How dare that's you. right. How dare you? No. <laughs> that's right. I love you, Dad. Even though you passed away a thousand years ago, I appreciate it. Thanks for giving so, me that. that that's the end. Yeah. Moment. Rest in peace, Mikey underscore. Thank you for dying in the dirt. This is <laughs> Brent the Portman Baker signing off for Bobby Boosh and Dom Shadow Spartan, and uh, we'll catch y'all later. Later in the sp- time space. <laughs>